0: Good. You're listening to Wasted Radio. My name is Matt, and today I have Johnny Coldcuts, John Bowes of CDC and Cold Cuts merch, and he was kind enough to take some time out of his busy schedule. Hit me up, and uh, he gave me a call while he was on his way to a show in Philadelphia. We made a really cool show out of it. John has a lot of love for Altoona, and Altoona has a lot of love for John and CDC. Uh, John played drums in CDC, and they came through our area several times back in the day. And we were always grateful when they came around He was friends with a lot of people that I know I have met him, but I never really had a, uh, you know, conversation at length with him like this So I'm really excited to drop this one on you I hope you enjoy it This is my interview with John Bowes But before we hop into that Here is CDC with Ghetto Ain't Hard Ghetto is hell
1: Yo, it's time to pump this shit Ghetto ain't hard Ghetto is hell Result the suburbs for 2005 Lift you. up, suck it up So I am fucked up, you. fucked you. Got years old you. Got you. Got don't you. years old Got you. Got you. Got you. Got you. Got I, was over I made that no Tell me. you. you.
0: All right, you're on with Matt on Wasted Radio. I'm here with John from CDC. What's going on, John?
2: Hey, what's going on?
0: I should say John from Cold Cuts nowadays, right?
2: Uh yeah, yeah. CDC's uh the definitely the lesser known thing for me. <laughs> defunct at this
0: point. Yeah.
2: No, not quite. Not quite. Never I like defunct. the sound I'm of never that. I like say
0: that I like the sound of that. So tell me, when's CDC playing a show?
2: Uh rough question don't fully know but next year is uh somehow 20 years so there should be there should be something next year I'm trying to do some stuff this year um it's just it's difficult with schedules and life and stuff like that
0: so 20 years
2: yeah it's crazy
0: (laughs) holy shit that (laughs) is crazy man that's crazy well I'm I'm from Altoona so Love i'm it. very i'm very familiar oh, with C D C. yeah I, I know you guys love yeah man and uh place. some of what well, you guys were probably probably one of the first like actual hardcore bands that i saw um that's awesome so, yeah dude for sure and cdc you know we we have lots of love for cdc in fact um eddie played with you guys for a little uh. bit right
2: well, no, he toured with us. Yeah, he yeah, tour. Yeah, um, I okay, love Andy, okay, man. I miss him.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. And I thought he played a uh, bass for you. I swear, I thought he played bass. <laughs> you know,
2: there's there's a pro, there's a very strong probability that that happened at one show or something like that. It's possible. Um,
1: yeah,
2: yeah, we've had so many different people fill in here or there. Um, for sure, he definitely he definitely toured with us though because we met him in Florida. So, oh um, yeah. And I I could tell that whole story and it was a really good time.
0: Why don't you tell it? I'd love to hear it. Honestly.
2: Yeah. So Eddie was living at Jacksonville at the time and we had this piece of shit van that we bought right before the tour. And this was, um, I believe 2004 and 2005, no 2005 and 2006. So we toured down. It's the very beginning of 2006, I think. Um, and we finally hit Florida. This van starts shitting the bed on us. Like we literally are driving up North to Jacksonville and the transmission starts going sideways. Like we can't go over 45 miles an hour anymore. We somehow make it up to Jacksonville and basically the van's toast. Um, we crashed with Eddie and I think Brett Packard. We basically crashed in Jacksonville for what felt like a, a solid week, but between Eddie and the other people that we stayed with in Jacksonville. They drove us to other shows like we had a show in Tallahassee. They drove us there. We, we bought another van that made it two hours north of Brunswick, Georgia, and then blew up. Dude, it was insane. So we had to get a ride back to Jacksonville. This other band that we were playing some shows with that was on toward the same time in the same area. Picked us up from that show and drove us down to Jacksonville That's while this crazy. dude towed our van. And then we bought another van, which also had transmission issues a day and a half later. And we had to get that transmission fixed as well. So um, it was like a tour from hell. But Eddie rode for us real hard, hooked us up in Florida. And then from there, you know, we just started talking all the time. And we went to Europe for the first time that, that summer, I believe. Or that uh, a couple months later, we went to Europe. And we just brought Eddie with us. And we went yeah. all around Europe with Eddie. Remember that. and remember Yeah, because he was like... That was like, and we were like, this is Eddie. He's probably going to die soon because of his tumor. Like, it was crazy. And I just remember one night in France, uh, some dude pulled up and was, like, offering him weed. And Eddie just got in the car with some random dude in France, and they took off. And we're like, Eddie's going to die. Yeah, We're never going to see him yeah, again. Yeah, that doesn't
0: surprise <laughs> me at all.
2: And then he somehow <laughs> came back and made it back. But, yeah, Eddie was a man. Yeah, uh, yeah. He always just hooked us up, brought us to Altoona, and it was, it was great.
0: Yeah, man, for sure. And uh, obviously Altoona is where I saw you guys and everybody had CDC shirts and CDC was huge in Altoona. Um, and that, that was, was yeah, dude, for sure, for sure. And that was, um, God, I don't even think, I don't think this was probably before Defy the Odds, right?
2: Um, Probably right around the time that Defy the Odds came out. Um, I mean, that's a disaster of a release as far as, what happened there but it kind of was released three different times between 2006 and 2008 so so technically defy the odds came out in like 2008 but it was like the third iteration of that record yeah shit (laughs) disaster
0: yeah um (laughs) it was annoying well i mean we were always happy as long as we heard cdc and crowd war and you know, just the yeah. the stuff off of the demo because I remember. Man. Yeah. I actually, I actually don't have a copy of the demo, and I remember seeing it floating around. Like I, I know several people that have it. That um, I wish I had gotten a copy of that thing way back in the day.
2: Oh, there's so many of those. Occasionally, yeah. I think AJ gets a gets gets some here and there.
0: I'm certain he has. But them.
2: <laughs> I know yeah. we did uh, we did that thing with filled with hate like two years ago now. At this point, where pressed like 100 copies of that on cd like a legit cd yeah and i know they sold all their copies out there and we still have we have like our copies that we were going to sell on tour but uh that euro tour got canceled so yeah i just have them sitting sitting at at my house just waiting to do something with it so
0: so um what is the uh the kind of thing with the band where you know you guys do stuff and then you disappear for a while and then you pop back up is it because you're all working and running businesses or you know
2: um kind of so i mean the band went real hard from 2006 to 2009 like through 2009 and 2010 that was like the sweet spot especially two thousand seven, eight, nine. 9 those were the the monster years
0: for sure Um, we did the
2: most touring then
0: defy the odds and burn
2: Yeah, both of those came out at that time.
0: Um,
2: And we toured all over the place and we did a lot of stuff. Uh, But in 2007 is when I started screen printing and that just built a lot between 2007, eight, and 9. In 2008, I started uh, with Daylight as well. So in 2008 and 2009, I was doing two bands. Um, Actually, I think in like, yeah i was doing two bands cold cuts had just started it wasn't called cold cuts yet but that was growing um and by 2010 in the beginning of 2010 i made cold cuts like a legit business Mm -hmm. and uh cdc started the year with like a three-month tour um and daylight kept touring that year i actually did another band uh, that didn't play many shows called troublesome around my area
0: yeah, and so i, I have, was doing like
2: three bands i have you, the trouble
0: yeah dude i have yeah. the uh i have the copies from the first east coast tsunami
2: uh, oh awesome that's yeah. A good show.
0: yeah i have like three copies of that <laughs>
2: that's yeah that's awesome yeah
0: that troublesome was an awesome band
2: <laughs> so it's like yeah in 2010 i was just doing cdc daylight troublesome and the business and um it was just real hectic and the business kept picking up and i started like the summer of 2010, I started hiring people for the first time. And by the end of 2010, it was it was taken off. I'd started the online store, you know, it became officially cold cuts that year, and mm-hmm. it was growing massively. Um
0: I was gonna say you and, it, it got really big and and uh, you're great at branding.
2: Thank you. I yeah, tried. Sure.
0: It it worked. I mean, you know, everybody knows who cold cuts is.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, a lot of a lot of people do. I mean, I would say everyone, but there's a, there's a good amount of people yeah. that do. Um yeah. but yeah, so and then I I did Daylight through 2011. So 2010-11 I did Daylight and, you know, so I was still touring with both CDC and Daylight but taking off a lot more. So I was juggling these two basically full-time bands. I felt like yeah. um and also having this job where I had employees and stuff like that and it was a t- it was a ton, and then Daylight was trying to really start touring because we were putting out a new record on Run for Cover, and I had a ball out of that band, and you know they got a different drummer and kept going and became Super Heaven and did a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, CDC played shows every year except for twenty twenty, I, I think in twenty twenty one, but we played shows every year um it was just much much less so and and there was a point in time where we basically weren't playing the states and the idea behind that was kind of like hey i i want to we want to play the states but at the same time we haven't really put out new material so we're not going to try and crush the states if we are just playing the same stuff over and over and over again
0: so, sure i get that yeah
2: although at the end of the day you know in ways that's what people want to hear but um yeah, so we, we just try try to make it more limited. Um so we only did a few things here and there and like we did I think we did a, a little US thing in 2014, we did another one in 2016. Um but then, you know, I had a kid in 2015, I got married in 2014 and the business just kept growing so you know, life takes off and it was just difficult for me to juggle everything. I would find time every year to make sure we did something with CDC it just usually was not in the states because it was like hey let's let's try and go play some other cool places that we like never get to go to
0: yeah exactly Um, if you have the opportunity to
2: yeah yeah so that's that's kind of what it was so um you know the states didn't really see as much and at this point uh you know anyone who's in the band has careers essentially and we don't get that much time off work so everything we do has to be uh you know impactful for all of us and and makes sense so
0: for sure yeah um, i get that
2: it sucks that we can't just do it like we used to and we're so spread out too so weekend warrior stuff is more difficult i mean two of the people have have kids now i have two kids and our singer has a kid so it's um you know home life takes over
0: for sure but for sure Damn. um yeah i understand completely now uh, for anybody that's listening right now john is driving and i'm watching <laughs> from the dash <laughs> and i recognize some of the roads that you're on are you in like the Pottstown, king of prussia like that region oh
2: absolutely absolutely yeah. i'm passing oaks right now
0: and where are you headed to
2: uh, i'm going to philly I'm going to johnny brenda's in the city
0: who are you going to see
2: uh this band Softkill.
0: okay I'm, i've not heard of that yeah of i've not notes. heard of that band
2: yeah they're pretty cool they're pretty cool um it's it's definitely like uh more i think it's um i don't know i hate describing bands but sure you know yeah, people it. say it, it sounds like a bit like the cure like um you know like so it's like softer mm-hmm. and times depressing music but yeah
0: cool yeah whatever you it's dig it,
2: um back, yeah
0: what uh, what time do they go on? Because it's already almost nine thirty.
2: At ten fifteen.
0: Oh, okay. So. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, are they yeah. playing with Are they playing with anybody that you know or?
2: Uh, I know they play with that band Gel, um, but I forget who else is on the show. Um, I've... I look at the flyer earlier. I can't remember though.
0: Is that a hardcore band Gel?
2: Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay.
0: I've seen them like posted, but I never checked them out yet. Are they cool? Yeah,
2: neither am I. I I haven't either, and unfortunately, I'm not going to tonight live at least. Sure, but yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. I will. I'll check them out. Sure, yeah. Um, I'm I'm sure that they're good if they're playing in Philly, right?
2: Yeah, I have something going
0: for them. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, so okay, so let's get back to uh, CDC and stuff like that. Actually, I kind of wanted to go before then. Um, just dig a, dig a little bit. Uh, when did you first start going to shows?
2: Uh, in 99, it was like October, November of 99. That was my first show.
0: Okay. And, Um, uh, where were your first, where, where was your first show at or the first ones that you started going to?
2: Yeah. So my first show was in Doylestown. I'm from Doylestown and, uh, I went to Lenape middle school. That's where I saw my first show, I saw uh, this local band called Inkling. Uh, I think they made rounds a little bit in like the late 90s, early 2000s. But they were, they weren't the first band I saw that night, but they were one of the first bands that like struck a chord with me. Mm -hmm. And I started started going to other shows in the Lansdale area because they were from Lansdale. And you know, not long after, like several months later, I saw dysphoria, And um, it just started opening the floodgates for wanting to go to more and more of those shows.
0: Yeah. So you started playing shows probably in like 2003, I guess.
2: Uh, CDC did, yeah. CDC. Um, Okay.
0: You were in other bands too.
2: Yeah, I was in other bands before that. Um, So I was in this. I was in a couple bands before that. Uh, You know, one very terrible, essentially like a new metal band that was trash. But it's on spotify if you really want to listen um and uh then i did this other band called ellipsis that was like uh basically like a metalcore band okay and um we wound up playing uh a, a good handful of shows and became friends with final stand slash forever means goodbye and that's how oh, i yeah. met andy and all those guys okay so i met them from playing together in like 2001 or late 2001 early 2002 or something like that. Actually, it would have been 2002, I believe.
0: That's really cool. But,
2: yeah, so that, like we just went up playing a bunch of shows, and like it would it would be like my band and Final Stand and Red playing some like fest together and yeah. hanging out. It was awesome.
0: So many, but, uh, so many bands went through Clearfield. It's insane.
2: Yeah, I drove out to Clearfield one time just to go see a show. I think it was 2002 or 2003. I drove all the way out there to see a bury your dead and it dies today show. That's um, crazy. And that was in like, uh, that was in like a best Western in the bottom of a best Western or something yeah, like or that holiday. Sounds, Inn. I think it was the holiday Inn.
0: That sounds right.
2: Yeah. And there was another <laughs> time I drove out to Penn state and I made up, I met up with, uh, Dave Morisky and it was for like, I think it was death threat shadows fall six feet under and hate breed that's cool at the crowbar whatever. yeah
0: um that's that's really cool i'm actually supposed to meet up with him this friday because we're talking about doing a show to promote that um the fest that he's putting on did you see that uh
2: is it the fest that he did last year that soundstage Fest or whatever
0: yeah uh did you see yeah. who's on it this year
2: i did not know
0: it's a mad ball
2: oh no shit
0: <laughs> yeah yeah he's going hard it's a that's a big deal um Madball and yeah. age of ruin
2: that's a blast from the past
0: i know um
2: i think i saw them in like 2000 for the first time and when they were doing like the fire breathing and shit they're so wild
0: oh dude uh they just posted a video the other day that there was pyro in it and i was like man that's like really cool <laughs> i wish that yeah. there were <laughs> i wish that there was pyro at hardcore shows but people would get <laughs> I, I i
2: saw him in a gym, gymnasium and all of a sudden this dude blows a fireball and everyone's like what the fuck
0: <laughs> i love it was that. awesome <laughs> and uh the other band that is playing the other uh, i i there's a pile of them but i'm just you know pulling the ones that i remember yeah, cherry um yeah uh internal bleeding
2: oh awesome Um, yeah yeah we work with those guys too um they're playing like a slew of shows starting this week and so many of them are bangers it's crazy
0: yeah yeah they're playing out in pittsburgh i'm not gonna be able to go i'm kind of bummed about it but that's
2: steel nation show right
0: yeah yeah it's dude i have a nine-year-old it's the night before easter like you know yeah i I can't oh yeah got stuff to do trying to keep trying trying to keep the uh the the bunny alive here you know Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) Um so anyway, uh getting back to the old shows. Um, did you ever go to like CC shows? Were you were you around for any of those?
2: Unfortunately, I never got to go to any CC shows or Mm -hmm. like uh cell block shows. Um I did get to go up to like home base though in Wilkes Bear. I went there for a show. That's cool. Um yeah, I saw Poison the Well there. That venue was awesome. Um I went to the kill time a bunch in Philly. I love that venue. Uh, there's another venue called the Rotunda in Philly that did a lot of shows, which was really cool, and the Owl's Cove in Philly. Um, but yeah, there's was, there's was a lot of cool venues that that I went to throughout the years that definitely do not exist anymore.
0: Yeah, so, no doubt, no doubt. Did you? Uh, well, what what were some of the bands that you saw while you were uh, going to these places way back then?
2: Yeah. So um, at the Kill Time, the one time, so. <laughs> I really loved Poison the Well when "Opposite of December" came out. That was yeah. like that year, definitely my favorite record. I still love that record, but that year it was definitely number one played for me. So they came through on tour um, with, and this might have been like 2000 or 2001, but they came through. It was Poison the Well, On Earth, God forbid, and Martyr, Ad on tour together, and okay. that On Earth record that year, The Stings of Conscience, and. Martyr AD's like The Human Condition 12 Fractions were also two highly played records of mine. I I never really cared for God forbid, but mm-hmm. having a bill with all three of those other bands was insane to me. No doubt. And uh, I went and saw that three different times on that tour because they played in South Amboy, New Jersey at Club Chrome. They played at the Kill Time and they played up at Home Base. And I went to all three of those shows. Each one, unfortunately, was like a different lineup. Like... I think the first really? show Poison the Well didn't make. Yeah, Poison the Well didn't make the first show in Jersey. So God forbid played extra long. Uh, I think Unearth didn't make the show in Philly, so From one of the Ashes was thrown on the open. And I think the kill time was all three of them. But <laughs> it was wow. it was super weird.
0: It would have been cool to see from Autumn to Ashes way back when.
2: Yeah, man. Uh seeing there the kill time was it was very cool. Um, I bet.
0: that was one I, of the one of the earlier bands that i was introduced to when i was in like junior high yeah yeah they were yeah i, 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 I thought that was hardcore back then like I, I thought that's what hardcore had to offer and i was like
2: yeah you know? oh yeah but uh yeah i mean it was heavy as shit and yeah, yeah. like super chaotic and all over the place so i i loved it, it, it you know it fit my eclectic taste very well but um
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah I, I wound up seeing them too in. uh at Hellfest 2002, which was at the time, like the epitome of the best show ever for me.
0: Was that the, that was the final one.
2: That was the one in Syracuse. No, it was uh, 2004 was the final one. I believe. Um, But yeah, 2002 was still in Syracuse. I mean, Hey, headlined the one night Uh, CKY played the one night, which I, I never really cared for CKY, but like Mm -hmm. everyone else under the sun, like, all else failed. A life was lost. Um, Death threat. Shadow Realm. It was. It was a crazy weekend full of way too many bands.
0: Didn't so, no warning. Play that too.
2: I don't remember.
0: Just curious. I
2: don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we can dig it would up. Would have been a cool time out,
0: to see sure. them. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, the Death Threat said I remember being insane.
0: Oh, dude. Um. <laughs> that would be incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And a life yeah, once lost. I, that- I never, I never got to see a life once lost.
2: Oh man, I saw them so many times, so many times. I saw them, I saw them at the Kill Time. Um, they played, like I think, one of the first shows I ever went to in Doylestown. They played Lenape Middle School because there were all these shows at the middle school. Yeah, uh, yeah. I saw, I saw that band through many iterations, uh, many times throughout the years. I what's what's your uh, love their second record?
0: What's your favorite band to see?
2: I hate these questions because i don't think yeah. i have a single favorite band um, i know i like too much shit. i really do top um, five
0: top five best bands to see live if
2: we're if we're talking like like hardcore bands that i absolutely yeah, yeah. love or hardcore related i should say um it, it's probably like death threat dysphoria 100 demons uh all Out failed those four and I don't know what to pick for a
0: fifth one. Dude, I will tell you for sure. Uh, Hundred Demons is insane. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. That was that was one of the best bands. I mean, hands down, one of the best bands I've ever seen live. It's just yeah, so powerful.
2: Exactly. Yeah, and I I did in like 2003 or whatever. I think that was the year I had. I went up to Connecticut and saw the release show for their self titled record. Okay, which was I'm sure a absolutely. wild
0: night, yeah, I'm sure absolutely yeah. insane
2: those Connecticut dudes were pretty wild it was it's <laughs> like
0: a legendary record now too,
2: oh yeah, absolutely, people love that On the so, show
0: yeah, oh yeah, absolutely, um so do you have any future plans with c d c right now
2: um, tentative plans, yeah, so. Mm-hmm. I've kind of been talking to someone. Like I said, if we're going somewhere, I'm trying to make it, like, super worthwhile. Not that I don't think playing anywhere is, but my goal is to play a new place if I can. Yeah. So, we've been in talks of going to uh, Central America and South America because we've never been there. Um, Right now, we have an offer to do uh, a fest in Texas – uh sometime later this year just that's trying to figure cool. out if it's going to work with everyone's schedules
0: yeah. um out of curiosity um really central america, america central america yeah. where would you want to play if you were to go to a place like that
2: where would i want to play yeah. every country yeah every country
1: yeah that would be really uh, cool. if i'm
2: going somewhere i want to play everywhere mm-hmm. uh, but the the discussion right now i believe is costa rica panama nicaragua and then uh, they're talking about like Colombia too, which is obviously not Central America, but um, mm. that that would be the plan. But it's like I want to go. I want to. If we're there, I want to try and do everything. And they're like, "Yeah, there's not really much of a scene in those other places." And they can't really, you know, afford to get too much money. And I, dude, I don't give a shit. Like,
0: well, see, that's that's kind, that I was kind to of fun, my I question.
2: To go enjoy these places.
0: Yeah, and that that was kind of my question. Like, I don't, um, I I really don't know anything about central or south american or you know uh I, I don't know much about hardcore below the u.s border um yeah are there are there hardcore bands down there
2: yeah absolutely mm-hmm.
0: um i mean i know i mean
2: Rob Brigade is from down there
0: oh yeah uh, yeah yeah i do know Rob. uh rob brigade
2: yeah i mean there's not many i i don't think many leave south america or central america but uh i mean some do uh, i can't think of many off the top of my in my head but i know from brazil there's this band called worst i don't mm-hmm. think they've ever come to the states to my knowledge but we played with them in europe um so i mean there's definitely bands down there
0: yeah uh, and that's dope i'd like to look into that well. more
2: yeah um, it's, it's it's really it, it, it seems like a really cool wild scene so i'm trying to play i know death before dishonor is going down there in the next couple months or
0: so there's a band that there's one band that i do know about um they're called Fucking violence
2: oh i've heard of them
0: yeah they're uh sao paulo
2: okay yeah
0: so there's one um but i'm yeah i i totally yeah (laughs) i know how about it no i'll totally look into that more because it's super interesting i mean sometimes you know the world's a lot bigger than than we think sometimes and i kind of i mean dude there's so much going on in hardcore just in the states alone um oh
2: yeah exactly
0: it's crazy and
2: it's it's super crazy like it's also crazy going all these other places and um you see how much that uh for the most part and now granted i haven't really uh done much tra- traveling in the states going to shows in the last ten years uh like I used to but it, it was crazy how much like going to Europe, the Europeans like essentially like swooned over Americans and yeah treated Americans like royalty. But Europeans would come over here and most of the time no one would give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> it was like it was yeah. sad.
0: I know. No, I mean I've been to a lot of shows where I've seen like you know, the Euro band plays and everybody goes outside and smokes or whatever. And yeah, you know, yeah. Um,
2: I feel like it's changing a bit, but yeah, for sure. That was, that was uh, certainly the way it was. And I, I thought it was like the cruelest joke on Europeans because especially New York City, New York City is such a hard place to play, even for like established bands. I'm sure. Because when yeah. you like, when you think about New York, like how many people live in New York City? Mm-hmm. like millions of people right so
0: yeah, yeah there's
2: there's tons of people that live there and then you have a show there and for the most part for a normal ass hardcore show at least most of the ones that i would play there's like a hundred and hundred hundred fifty people there which is not bad but then also there's a lot of like there's 50 to 75 people there yeah. and you're just like this city like per capita it's like dog shit the amount of people that come out it's insane Right. And you know that there's way more people there that listen to that music. It's just they they're not they're not gonna go exactly. Go. yeah,
0: yeah, they don't care about the scene or whatever. They're just they're just listening to the music.
2: like the Northeast, I, once again, I, I hope this is like changing a little bit, and I think it is. But the Northeast used to be like the hardest place to book because I felt like it was so fickle. Like people mm-hmm. didn't care. And then you'd yeah. go and you play some shows in like smaller towns other places in other states. Where they don't get many shows and they, they would there would be so many people out so it was just funny like, like what i was getting to is like you know people over in europe are like they hold new york hardcore so well it's so highly regarded yeah and they would come over here to play in their band and they'd have some show in new york city and they'd be like home of new york hardcore and then there'd be like 15 people there not watching them
0: yeah i know <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah that's
2: i always thought it was kind of like the cruelest joke on European
0: bands. It is. And those those euro bands too have so much heart and oh, like, 100%. Uh, I mean it's it's crazy how passionate they are. It's um one of the coolest euro bands I saw was uh Strength Approach. Wait, are they from Europe? I man, I'm putting my in my mouth now. I do not know. Where'd um, you see it oh man i think they played here in altoona
2: i know i know I, I i for a while would try and bring over my friend's bands that we played with over there uh like starting in in like the late 2000s i you know i i brought over in blood we trust and we did a tour here with them brought over providence to, yeah, yeah. Right. Over Providence. we played we played altoona with providence yeah you did um, um
0: didn't in Blood We Trust play uh, Altuna too?
2: Mm-hmm. Strength approach, by
0: the way, is from Italy.
2: You got it. Then you're good. And yeah. They've
0: been and they've been a band since 1996.
2: Holy shit! Wow. That's um, that's, that's a strength for a reason. I think that long too. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's like yeah, so I brought providence over as well i brought over surge of fury i brought over a nasty um, you know, great. Was, yeah,
0: nasty played out to i think
2: yeah I, I think so too i can't remember we brought them over we brought them over twice um but yeah it's just like i i just wanted to try and bring bands over you know mm-hmm.
1: i can't
2: promise them money or pay for their tickets but i i know i can book the shows and i know for i can sure. drive them to the shows so that's what i would do and i just try and give them the best experience and the best time possible
0: over here another um, uh, another euro band that kicks ass is no turning back oh um, yeah that band rules uh risk it if you've never heard risk it
2: yep yep like um, them
0: oh did you really yeah that band
2: absolutely
0: they did an ep i don't remember what it was called off the top of my head i have a copy of it here somewhere but that i listened to that ep like every day for a year straight like it was just their music is so good They're and they're so passionate about it. I love it.
2: That's awesome. Yeah. There's like born from pain too. Born um, from pain. Yeah. I mean, you can't, you gotta, you gotta mention a bunch of the UK bands, like knuckle dust and bun out
0: knuckle dust. There's always.
2: So, there's, there's so many great bands from over there. Um, ironed out is like one of the, I,
0: I was know, just going to say surfboard. pavement strong <laughs> ironed yeah. out. Ironed yeah. out is so hard. <laughs> yeah, dude, they're great. I can Just get there. Like, there's so
2: many great bands. Um, yeah. Six Foot Ditch, and for as goofy as they are, they're pretty awesome. Oh hell yeah! Um, so yeah, there's there's so many cool bands from over there that not a lot of people know or get into.
0: And you ever I, like, hear, um, I like serious hardcore, and I like very corny hardcore. I don't care.
2: <laughs> yeah, dude, I <I'll laughs> listen to almost anything.
0: I don't discriminate. Um,
2: <laughs> man, I'm trying to remember the band. there's this. uh there's this super heavy band from Norway. Um, that I'm blanking on, and we played with them in uh, in Sweden.
0: I'm not sure. Man, if,
2: if I remember, if I remember, I'll like text you or something. There, there was also this band hardcore. that. Were... Yeah, dude. There's not much of that. Um, there was this band we played with in uh, Finland called Ratface, and they were awesome. We Ratface,
0: that's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's
2: a there's a lot of great bands from over there.
0: Norwegian hardcore bands from louder.sound.com. Uh Blood Command.
2: Mm-mm.
0: That's a <laughs> it's kind of a scary name. Blood Command. Siber. Desper Despero. Uh Astrosaur.
2: No. <laughs> I I have the CD at home. What? I gotta find it.
0: All right. <laughs> there was uh, one other I know the
2: dude the dude the one dude the dude is in that bank cranium now. I know that.
0: Oh really? Yeah. Another band from over there that's really cool is uh Bolt.
2: Oh. Uh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we um
1: they're from They're Finmore. the ones
2: that Yeah, I was going to say they sound like um fuck. I'm trying so, to remember that record. I, I listened that one record a bunch.
0: Ethan uh from Steel Nation got me into them. Yeah. And that makes uh, sense. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like uh Metallic, but not yep. I don't know, like yeah, like it's just it's bolt. It sounds like bolt. Yeah, that's what I like about yeah, them. absolutely. But um, yeah, lots of good stuff over there. That's interesting. I haven't I haven't talked about Euro hardcore at all on this podcast, but um that's really cool. Show those bands some love and uh like I'm I gonna show to... every band love, man.
2: There's 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 great bands from Japan. Um there's some great bands from uh, Australia, like, there's, there's great bands from everywhere, man. It's crazy.
0: I don't know much about uh Japanese hardcore or Australian hardcore, but I do know that they've got you know their own scenes in their own right. And uh, sand, well, if you're gonna check out them... some
2: bands from yeah, I was gonna say
0: mm-hmm.
2: sand, Gnome, creep out, uh, doggy hoods, those are all great
0: bands. Sand great will band. uh put on a great show too. I don't know if they're still a band, but um I've got I've seen Sand a couple times and it's like they're like one of those bands that's worth driving for. They're good. They're real good. So if you see Sand around, definitely go see it. Sand. Yeah. I think one of the most interesting things that um I've gotten to get into on this show uh with guys like you like i said earlier i guess is is pretty much like recapping um do you have you know any uh real memorable shows that you saw maybe stories that accompany them or anything like that um that you know maybe uh involve like the pa bands like dysphoria crotch or uh no retreat or you know like all those bands from way back in the day
2: um yeah unfortunately i never got to see um crutch uh i never saw i don't think i ever saw no retreat oh i think i saw no retreat one time mm-hmm. i think they played one time out in uh shop on i think i literally do not remember seeing them but i got a poster of theirs and i don't know where else i would have gotten them.
0: see so, I, I i missed all those bands you know yeah um yeah Every one of those bands and and uh, I didn't find out about them probably, I would say probably 2005 was when I really started getting into like all that stuff. And by that yeah. time, by that time, every single one of them, you know, had pretty much, you know, crotch- um, evolved into Wisdom. Um, yep. And well, so there was uh there was a compilation floating around for a while there that had all those bands and like Choose Your Weapon and. Um, yep. Just uh I don't know like i couldn't I couldn't name them all off there was a pile of them, but if it wasn't for compilations like that, and people telling stories and shit like that, you know i um I never would have realized like the impact that those bands had on the the local scene and stuff, but so you said you were in a uh, Doyle's town, where exactly is that yep. in Pennsylvania uh,
2: it's right outside Philadelphia uh, I mean it's like like you know, south? ten minutes from Lansdale uh yeah no it's uh it's a uh, north northwest of the city so it's right out near lansdale Um, okay and i mean you know i guess there were bands from our area before us but what was weird what was really weird about our area is that even if there were bands before we never really knew them and there were never really any old heads from our Mm -hmm. area to kind of like give us any sort of direction so we kind of you know me and my friends in high school like know, bob wilson was one of my friends since high school and um you know there's a slew of other people too but we kind of all just banded together and, and figured things out and started doing uh house shows and barn shows and garage shows and all that kind of shit and we had no venues yeah um, and we didn't even know the first place to look and we would go to the shows in lansdale uh because they had like the knights of columbus and stuff there and occasionally someone in Doylestown would throw a show at like the middle school but for the most part we just figured shit out at, at houses and it was super diy um but you know like i said some of the early shows i went to like i saw dysphoria super early on and to to me at the time you know being like my third show it was crazy it was abs- absolutely pandemonium but um it, it was a real good time there was a real big like brawl that happened during their set i guess it probably wasn't that big but a, a fight broke out and they went and shut the show down <laughs>
0: When you're a teenager, every fight that's is a big fight.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, and one of the other big things I remember is uh, from from kind of back then, early 2000s, was we went to uh, Nepa Fest. My old band played up in the, at Nepa Fest, and that's we were hanging out with, you know, Final Stand. They played it, and uh, there was this Blood for Blood show that happened back kind of near our place.
0: Was that in? Was that in Wilkes-Barre, by chance? Nepafest. Yeah,
2: it was in the Wilkes-Barre area. I think it was in a town called Ciota. Okay, but it wasn't actually in like Wilkes-Barre. It was up near there. Okay, but um,
0: sorry for interrupting you. I'm just you're the I've heard that before, but you're the first person that I've heard like bring it up. That was like Um, laying in the back of my mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway,
2: um. It was a good. It was a good show. It was you know a little loosely attended because it's it was Northeast PA and shows like that far out in the woods were kind of like whatever. But it was a stacked lineup. Like Hyde Nick played, Barrier Dead played. It was it was a cool show. Um, wow. But I, I think while we were there the first night, I'm pretty sure I could have my timelines a little screwed up here. But Blood for Blood played this show in Sellersville, and apparently a bunch of Nazis rolled out and a bunch of people got their ass kicked, including the the dude whose show it was. So it turned into a big ass shit show. But yeah.
0: That's crazy. I've heard, of, I've heard that, but I don't know. I don't have like clarity on the story. So I haven't like told the story or, how, you know what I mean? I haven't, I haven't talked to anybody that was there yet.
2: Yeah. Um, I think I might have a video of it somewhere. Cause I think someone gave me their videotapes. Uh, oh, shit. Rip, and I think I have a video somewhere in a, a pile tape tapes at the rip, but I'm, not a hundred percent sure.
0: Interesting. But yeah. Interesting. But yeah. I
2: remember that being uh, a story, a story to be heard.
0: How about so, uh New York city shows? You must not have been that far from New York city.
2: It was not far from New York city, but most of the shows I went to, I didn't really venture into the city. Mm-hmm. Um, I went, I went to South Amboy, New Jersey to club Chrome, okay. which is literally right outside of the city. And that's, that's where, like, all the shows I went to were. And, um, I, yeah, I saw a bunch of crazy shows there. Uh, that was, it was, like, a little over an hour from my house. I was I was definitely under 18 because I wasn't allowed to drive past midnight or whatever the rule was with your junior license. Mm-hmm. And I would still just do it anyway, and I'd be, like, petrified of getting caught. But And I'd have way too many people in the car that couldn't fit or people, like, laying in the trunk because I drove, like, a station wagon. <laughs> Hell yeah! Um, but it's like we would we were caravan in all these different places, and I mm. went to Chrome. It felt like a million times. I'm sure it was only like ten, but it yeah. felt like so many. <laughs> and like uh, that's where that's where I saw that, that Poison the Well show. Um, I saw Shadow Realm there a bunch of times. I saw like the Eulogy Showcase there with Shadow Realm until the end. Buried Dead, like all these bands. Like wow! And it was always crazy. It was always crazy there. I remember it went from like. Uh, you know, when I was young, they were doing, like, pat-downs and shit for people. I was like, oh, my God. Like, people are, like, trying to sneak brass <laughs> knuckles and stuff. I'm like, what is happening? I'm just a young kid, like, Ugh. But, um, yeah, it went from, like, it went from just, like, a normal room to all of a sudden they started building pillars in the room for the security guards to stand on top of for so sure. they could see better. <laughs> like, the place got, like, way more securityed out as the years went by. Um, but, yeah, those shows were crazy. And shows at the, at the Kill Time in Philly were nuts, too. Like, I don't know if you know much about the Kill Time, but that was literally like no
0: give it to me oh, man i, I actually the, don't the,
2: the kill time was uh, uh like, it was like a row home in west philly um, okay and it was like 40th street it was like super sketchy especially when you're like 16 and from the suburbs yeah and 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 we went out there and we would go to shows there and it, it felt like if you walked like two blocks the wrong direction you were getting fucked with really um yeah that i mean especially when i was that young that's definitely what it felt like it just felt so so sketchy to go there and uh i remember one time we went there to go see uh um it was archangel and um length of time when both mm-hmm. of those bands came over and it was when i think archangel like got their ass kicked or something at the show and oh, sure. uh, so everyone every yeah everyone bounced and um It was, it was super fucking weird, man. Um, but we got, I actually got left there. I went there once for Hope Conspiracy too. Um, but yeah, it was, it was an awesome venue there. I, I took the train over. I tried to get a ride with this one dude who didn't give me a ride. And then all the trains had departed for the evening. There were no more trains back to my town. So I literally had to walk around like center city till like two AM when I had to pitifully call my mom and get a ride back. And my mom was pretty furious having to pick me up in the city at that time of night. But
0: That's hilarious. Yeah,
2: it it was a good time. I got locked once at, one time the same kind of thing happened when we went to the show in uh Jersey. We went to like we went to like Blink 22 in Newfound Glory or something at in Camden, New Jersey, and our car got locked in the parking garage and we had to walk around Camden for hours. Oh my god. So, yeah, it was real dumb. It was real dumb. My <laughs> mom was not happy at that point either.
0: But that's hilarious, dude.
1: <laughs> it's just good.
0: It's, it's funny how like I have similar experiences of just these stupid things that you do when you're younger. Oh, yeah. I feel like, you know, I love hearing that because it just makes me feel a little less stupid. <laughs> Yo,
2: know, the like, dumbest thing that I was ever involved in is One time I went to go to a show in Long Island. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to the show in Long Island. And I was probably, I wasn't like, I was probably like 18 or 19. I don't think I was 20 yet. But I drive to the show in Long Island and I'm in New York City trying to go through the Queens Tunnel. And like, I don't know, New York City sucks to navigate. Mm -hmm. And especially when you've never been there. I think that was probably like my second time going there. So I'm trying to figure out these directions I'm trying to follow. And this is, you know, there's no, no GPS. So I'm trying to move these directions. And I wind up running a red light and T-boning this car and destroying my car. And I'm blocking the Queens tunnel at like eight o'clock at night. People are honking (laughs) at me. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Um, So I had to call my mom and my mom was definitely furious. And she drove up to New York city Like I told her I was going to Farmingdale, she thought I meant like you know half an hour away. (laughs) It was Farmingdale, New York. She did not realize that. That's
0: hilarious. But that's so funny. I mean, it was
2: awesome until that happened. But
0: would would you believe I've I've never been to New York City?
2: Um, I can easily believe that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not necessarily a bad thing.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you you know, know, never really. It's
2: also awful.
0: Yeah, never really needed to go, you know, Like, it's not that far away. Yeah. And I know that people travel like all over the world to go to it, but just never, you know,
2: that's partially why it's not great to go to.
0: Yeah. Well,
2: way too many people there. The traffic is atrocious.
0: Yeah, dude. If it wasn't
2: for traffic, it would be way better.
0: You've been to Altoona. So bad you've been absolutely there's like Um, no um, traffic yeah like that's cities aren't really my style like there's a super
2: sheets and that's as crowded as it gets
0: right did you like and enjoy super sheets you like that are
2: you kidding me i went there every time after like every
0: show do you know that um that hasn't worn off like when bands come in town like they you still hit super sheets afterwards like that's still a thing i love it makes sense i love that the the glamour of super sheets never wore off everybody i mean to me it's just like i i actually hate going to, there it's a pain in the ass but it's um street
2: for you. you probably see it all the time
0: yeah <laughs> yeah there's
2: no it, reason for you to enjoy it Literally, i don't
0: understand that. i don't understand why there's only one super sheet like yeah. they haven't built yeah. another one somewhere else yet
2: yeah i mean i feel like some things are starting to pop up like that i mean they're starting to do these like super wawa things now.
0: Yeah, but, um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Super so sheets are sheets wawa.
2: Um, I okay. Great question. Um, I usually offend people when I say this shit, but I am. People take it seriously. They real serious. I mean, I guess so do I. I you know, I <laughs> I put real thought into my my battle here, but I am definitely I'm definitely wawa. Oh, yeah. All the way. Okay. I parked, so I'm turning this around now. Um (laughs) I'm Wawa all the way. Not saying that sheets sucks. Okay. Because it's like if I was grading them, they both get A's. Yeah. Wawa's like a Wawa's like a 94, Sheets is like a 91. I think they're both great. I love them both. They both have their downfalls, they both have their strengths. Um
0: I think sheets has better fries. And I well, think that, Sheets has
2: better fried food. It's yeah. college heaven.
0: Oh yeah, but Wawa so, yeah. has Any Wawa has is going to love it. Yeah, hundred percent. Wawa has better subs.
2: Yeah, I think. Yeah, so. I think, and I also feel like, and I don't know this for sure, but I was I also felt like Wawa would kind of create something first, and then Sheets would try to copy it.
0: Okay, to a degree. Yeah, like I felt like Wawa
2: came out with the stuffed pretzels first, and I like Wawa stuffed pretzels better than Sheets stuffed pretzels. Yeah, and I also feel like, and Wawa's starting to do this now, but I feel like Sheets went way too diverse. It was like, yeah, let's offer like burritos and way too many. Yeah,
0: yeah, way too many menu options. Like, calm it down, you know? They have. But um, I will
2: tell you. Sorry, what?
0: Oh, uh, they they do these like crazy menu. They have like the big MAs where they'll put. Uh, yes, mozzarella sticks on a burger, and it's like I don't want to talk about how great that sounds to eat because I know how bad it is for me. but it sounds <laughs> ama- <Yeah. laughs> but it sounds amazing,
1: <laughs> yeah, so
2: so it's like, I do think sheets has changed some things for the better. so um, sheets sheets changed their color palette, which is a very good idea. Before you used to walk in. And it was like those horrible carpets, like the red and yellow carpets. Yes. And I think they've gotten rid of all that stuff. I always felt like I was walking to, into like a clown college or something. So mm. I'm really glad they changed that. I think see, I'm getting, I'm getting super deep here. Um, no, I I'm with you. Like I,
0: I'm passionate about this as well. I'm, I, I agree with you fully.
2: <laughs> I feel like, I feel like sheets also is always running a sale, which in a way devalues your brand where Wawa ba- barely runs sales. Um, so I, I think, you know, it can be a marketing tactic for sure, but I just feel like they kind of devalue their brand by doing that.
0: See, I think that sheets should get into the NFT game and they (laughs) should sell. It's very fitting. Yeah. They should sell the sheets, NFTs that get you like, like 15 cents off gas or something. You get like free fries on Thursdays or some shit.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I'll tell you this, if I'm, if I'm somewhere and they're both next to each other, I'm going to Sheets every time because I really? don't have them near me. That it's not it's not next to me. It's like something like I I go to Wawa. I pass Wawas every day. Okay. I don't pass Sheets every day. Yeah. So if I'm if I see both of them, I'm stopping at Sheets every time. Yeah.
0: See, I'd have to say the opposite because I see. I mean, we have like 12 Sheets here in town. Exactly. So exactly. You know, and they have some sort of agreement where they don't like piss on each other's fire hydrant. So you don't see yeah. Sheets in Wawa. Unless it's in you know. Virginia. Yeah.
2: I think Virginia has both. Well, we just started battlefield down there.
0: We just started getting rudders. You want to talk about a battlefield? Apparently, sheets put a Sheets across the street from the rudders corporate office. So I don't know what that is. Rudders. Oh, it's another one. Isn't an, yeah. <laughs> the, is it? The, worst, the
2: worst, in my opinion, people probably hate this, but Royal Farms is just the worst, in my opinion
0: see i i don't i've heard of royal farms but i've never been it's to one. it's just
2: chicken man i don't like chicken really? that much i guess if yeah. you love chicken it's sick they've
0: got all kinds of chicken options
2: i don't i don't love chicken like that so like i enjoy it but i'm not going to be like oh yeah let me get this chicken late at night from this gas station
0: yeah So, <laughs> see we have a uh we have a chick-fil-a which is great but it's yeah They've got a two-lane drive-through and it's always packed full of cars. Like you want to hit traffic in Altoona, go to Chick Fil A. You can get in. Oh, it's it's slammed all the time. The food's so good, though. The yeah, the Sheet- I, I enjoy it. The sheets chicken is. I don't know. I don't know. I, I stopped getting it because I got too many gristle pieces. You know, makes sense. Yeah.
2: yeah. So I mean, yeah, like I said, I I love both of them. Um i just i just put wawa Mm. like a notch above essentially
0: okay okay
2: but i got mad love for sheets mad love for sheets.
0: see yeah i i like you're you're probably the uh only person that i've ever had this conversation with that is as neutral on the topic as i am because it's like both of them have pros and cons but you have a love (laughs) for where you're from so yeah yeah everybody else it makes sense. Everybody else I talk to takes hard sides. I'm like, yo, we don't have to fight like, that,
2: about see, this. And see, that doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> we can all it's get like, along. You can love both. Yeah, <laughs> and, and like, like I do think that Wawa's teas trump Jesus teas all day. Real? Yeah, you
0: I'd just have can't to get behind those. I'd have to agree with that. But also, though, we have what do you what what brand of uh, tea do they carry in Wawas? Like, I know that they have the Wawa brand tea. That's what you're talking about, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. I'm talking about like Richie's tea and Gallagher's tea. And you guys don't mm-hmm. have that at Wawa, do you?
2: No, we also don't have Fago. But I, neither, I don't think you do either.
0: You don't have Fago? Yeah. I don't know, honestly, because I've never even, I've never drank Fago. So I wouldn't. Well,
2: that was definitely one of the things where I'd pop into a sheet and be like, oh, they like got Fago? And I'd just buy it because it was always cheap. But yeah. um I don't think I don't think sheets carries it anymore.
0: I'm on the the Arizona Arnie Palmer half and half.
2: Oh there you go. Yeah, the powder That's cans.
0: Delicious, yeah. Yeah,
2: That's I always shit. do the green tea or the sweet tea. But you can't get those at you can't get those at Wawa. You gotta a go 7-11 for that.
0: Oh really? Yeah. See so you can get that at Sheets. Yeah see that's a plus another another, another in the Ooh. plus column <laughs> telling you man they're both
2: a's they're both a's all day i know anyone who says differently is a fool
0: <laughs> and then we have get go which i don't understand how i don't even understand how it's in business i've never seen anyone there but
2: they sell gas that's it yeah really if people walk in there for gas and they'll be like oh i need a candy bar or if you're like super desperate or sheets is packed
0: dude john i'm about to try and figure out a way to sell gas (laughs) yeah it's a good idea right now i think holy shit you could sell like you could sell band merch and gas yeah this wouldn't be
2: my that wouldn't be my main uh second commodity but i'm down i'm down (laughs) i used to i used to sell gas back in the day i used to work at a gas station that's where i would literally annoy everyone I would call people from the gas station all the time because I worked overnights
0: for real. I I just love great. the smell of gas, which is probably why I'm so spacey.
2: That is uh, a strange love. I mean, I know people that love that, but <laughs> I, I can't take too many wishes of that. I'll tell you what, man, I think that my favorite thing was when Altoona finished, well, it wasn't Altoona, but when that highway got finished 99, Yeah, going from Altoona up to, up the 80.
0: Oh that yeah. good
2: cuz before that was finished that that drive sucked.
0: Yeah, uh what do you remember what you took to No, it to connect. It I mean central. it had to have been. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, exactly. It would take so long. Now it's now it's quick as shit.
0: Yeah, you just go through state college and hit it. Yep. Um I was going to uh, speaking of that drive, um I was going to head out to Harrisburg. You hop on that highway it takes you right there but um yeah for the 15th hate was playing out there um, oh
2: yeah the, the one with cognitive and jesus piece
0: yeah just got canceled today i just got my money refunded Did it yeah mm-hmm. Something i didn't hear that yes yeah they were uh they were on tour with well they were supposed to go on tour with um oh christ i don't know um a band that i don't listen to but a big bigger metal hey yeah hate breed was torn with um it, it was stick to your guns and uh i don't i parkway drive was the headline
1: oh yeah,
2: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay and
0: i'm not sure nobody really knows what happened but that whole tour just got canceled and that's Because yeah i haven't seen hate breed in a long time i really wanted to go out and see them
2: yeah it's been a minute since i've seen them damn um, i was gonna try to go to that too
0: are you going to that, that are you going to that gridiron show on saturday
2: yeah yeah So i guess i'm at this show now um tomorrow i'm trying to go to that eternal champion show mm-hmm. and then friday i'm going to that uh the death before honor cool hands the to show yeah and then and then saturday's like that gridiron show mm-hmm. with like Queensway. so yeah, i'm supposed to there.
0: be yeah i'm supposed to be uh heading out to the gridiron show i'm not sure if i'm gonna make it because that's a three and a half hour drive and I can't find anybody that wants to come with me. So that means I would be doing it by yeah. myself.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that for would... me
2: it's a it's a 20 minute drive. So yeah. <laughs> a little easier. A
0: little easier. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, looks like you got there, bro. I
2: did, I made it.
0: So I'm glad you're there That's safe good. and everything. Yeah, dude. You go enjoy that show. Um, I'm gonna right, go hey, grab myself, come some... out, hit me up. I will, absolutely. Um, I, I should. You know, I need to get away. I, need, I could probably use the drive to be honest with you. I it'll work it'll be head. a good time. <laughs> um, you, could,
2: you could always try and drag like Redbeard or something out. <laughs> oh,
0: God. I could. I bet I could, honestly. Yeah, he'd go. All right, bro. Well, hey, enjoy yourself. I hope you have a good night.
2: Thanks, man. You too. I appreciate right. this. Thank you.